Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Previously on Dungeons and & Dragons. And uh, where, what are your plans from here? You have two... Fugitives? Uh, hi, I'm Glim. It's nice to meet you. I'm gonna go take a nap. We should probably make a plan, Sully. You don't want to be part of the plan making? You're the one that's so good at all the sneaking. Ah, jeez. You and your compliments. Yeah, okay, I'm in. Need to figure out where you're going, where your destiny is taking you. Well, Glim, is this is this what you think your destiny is with your saving the world? I don't know for sure. Perhaps we send you in a caravan and you split off, perhaps move towards Waterdeep. You will find a temple of Bahamut, where maybe you can get some more direction on your destiny. As you hear the sound of the caravans beginning to move out... Okay, uh, Glim, I guess, uh, I guess we're gonna go save the world with you. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master Russ Moore. With me today is Amy Moore. I'm a bug. <laughs> but not really. I play Sullivan Slight, a Lightfoot halfling rogue who is also kind of a bug. And Carla Johnson. I feel like I need clarification on what you mean by bug, but I am Glim, a dragonborn paladin. And Tom Laird. I would also like clarity on the statement. Uh, and I play Moot, a half-orc wild magic sorcerer. For those of you who uh, are not patrons, uh, totally okay, but you may have seen the video if you are a patron of me completely mouthing along with welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I'm your D&D Russ Moore and with me today and I'm just like mouthing uh, it along and I Russ see. is elbowing me. I see. I didn't see the elbowing. And I'm That's your Dungeon Bert. Master Russ Moore. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> it was yeah. punctuated by elbows. Sharp I elbows. Like That's fun. That's how it goes. So where you can see that is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. What a sell we have for that one. You want to see me elbow my wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we're just out of things to talk about. And that yep. today is apparently one of those things. I guess. But when you're a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Fen the Goblin. The goblin. Fen the goblin. Thanks, Fen. Oh. Thanks, Fen. I like that it's Fen the goblin. It's I not usually it. such a character name. It's yeah. normally more of a human name. Could this possibly be fantastic from our Discord? It, it is fantastic. <gasps> Way to out her. Huh. Oh, I know. It's, it, she, I mean, she, she she talks pretty freely about her character, Fen the goblin. So yeah, it's it's probably fine. Okay. And Indeed. you too <laughs> can have an episode dedicated to you over Patreon.com/slash/DumbDragonCast. Fuck it! Let's play D&D. The three of you are together for the first time ever, I think. No, last episode you were together at the beginning of the episode, too. Yeah. But you weren't real friends. Now you're real friends, maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. You're on a caravan. <laughs> I think that was, that was him passing the ball. <laughs> you're on a caravan. Go. I immediately dropped it. <laughs> Moot would too, wouldn't he? He'd be like, ah, yeah. ah, <laughs> he ah. doesn't know how to He'd carry be trying it. to lobster it. Yeah, like, what are you like, doing? How are you to catch up with these claws? <laughs> you previously had been snuck out of Neverwinter because uh, you may have uh, found yourself in a wrong way with the sons of Ella. 
Alejandro. Andro. Alejandro. <laughs> yes. The, with the sons of Alagondor. Nailed it. Gondor. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're gone now. Mm-hmm. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys until they come back, you know, at another time. Who knows? The inevitable um, coming back of the Alejandro squad. The Eye of Alagondor. <laughs> Um, but you headed out in the morning, and you've been traveling for most of the day. And the group that you you were kind of put with, my lady Menda, the uh, tiefling who smuggled you out, um, seems to be just kind of a mixed bag of people from uh, from all different walks. You're not particularly you're not specifically with any with like the soldier groups or the mercenary groups. Uh, you're with a kind of a group of more refugees and people looking, you know, kind of in your situation without saying that they're running from anything in, in particular. So he didn't choose like the most patient people or like the people with like you he know. He just chose like the odd hit. squad we're so we could handful. fit in with them. Yeah, yeah. so you'd yeah. fit in. Yeah, exactly. The odd squad. We already have our name, guys. I like that. Perfect. I like You're welcome. That. Um, <laughs> so early! <laughs> it took us a hundred episodes in the last time. And we didn't even do it. We, we didn't even Spencer do it. Do it. We made Spencer do it. our guest star to do it. I actually, you know what? I take back Odd Squad. I want to wait until we have a guest and make them do it. It's tradition. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's true. The wagon that you have put all your stuff in is owned by a human male named Hillop Atrum. He is a curly mustachioed fellow kind of a five o'clock shadow everywhere else has a purple beret as well as a purple suede jacket he he has green striped pants that kind of bloom out a little bit along the thigh does he in his spare time run the moulin rouge you never By know any chance? i love him what's his name hillop what hillop, hillop. atrum 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 a-t-r-e-m well he sounds Herself. fun he um, does. Um, I, though, as soon as you said, like, mustache, and then you said five o'clock shadow everywhere else, I'm well, picturing it, like, on his face. Everywhere. No, else. he's trimmed his chest. It's growing back in yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. He's wearing a deep V. He's you can really, kind of see it. Oh, yeah, five o'clock shadow deep v. everywhere. He's really a werewolf in disguise. He just shaves everywhere else. <laughs> it's, it's a lengthy process. It takes him a whole day, and then he's got to start over again. Oh, my. But that's uh, that's who, and you're with another few people who you probably haven't necessarily met yet. But what are you doing? What are you doing right now? You're currently traveling. It's about kind of late morning, mid afternoon ish. Is uh, is Hillop nearby, Russ? He is manning the wagon. Okay, Moot's gonna climb up near the front, and he's gonna he's gonna say, uh, "Hillop, if you were to rent." one of these like horse and carriage things out <laughs> for a night how how much would you charge for that uh excuse me what do you mean uh, rent out my carriage well like you know if you weren't using it for the night but you oh. wanted to use it to earn money even though you weren't using it and you let someone else buy it from you for like a right. day or so how right. much would you charge them well um it's just very fine carriage very fine horses uh i'd probably charge I don't know, half a silver, maybe. Hmm, okay, half half a silver, okay. If it's just the night, I mean, you're going to bring it back in the morning, yes, yes? Well, I mean, yeah, you'd have to think that person would bring it back in the morning. Okay, half a silver, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just go to the back now. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for answering that question. Screaming but of course, yes, yes, uh, any other questions about uh, currency and, and the such, you just let me know. All right, um... Yeah, I I think that's the only one I'm going to have, but I'll I'll come back if I if I have more. Wonderful, wonderful. And you going to write that down in your notebook? It's all up here. So he taps his forehead. <laughs> oh, it's a whole new man. Hey, can I read your notebook? Uh, sure, I guess. Oh, thanks. What's your notebook look like? It is a small kind of What are those notebooks where you like flip it over? Like, your next page will flip. Like a steno like, pad? Sure. We'll go with that. So there's a... Is it coil-bound? So, it's, yeah, it's not like a That's book, high technology. Per se. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a flip book more than anything. Okay. Kind yeah. of kind of like a like a ticket book. Like a yeah. cop's writing you a ticket. Mm-hmm. Or a reporter notepad. Oh, yeah, there we go. I, I take out my... Um, fountain pen? Monocle. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you yes. know I do have Bring one of those somewhere. Bring in some prop somewhere. work, please. And I start to write in, um, in Moot's notebook. What, do you, what are you writing in there? Can I see? Hey, no, it's private. But, but it's my notebook. Well, yeah, it's your notebook. You're going to see it, but it's not her notebook. So oh. you, you don't Moo, want can you, Will you show me after? <laughs> can you just show me? Uh, if it's Unless suitable? it's too private. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I don't, I don't know fair. what he's writing in there. So if it's, if it's, not, if it's not good, then <laughs> you for sure I won't show you. me, like, sketching. Yeah, I spent some time in prison with Sully, so I know he has a pretty uh, awesome sense of humor. Yeah, you're right. Blue sense of humor, and it's great. He's very funny. Ah, you're just buttering me up. No, you can't see it. It's not done yet. And I go back to scribbling in the notebook, and (laughs) yeah, like that. (laughs) And are you good at drawing whatever you're drawing? Do you have art skills? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I can uh, I can draw many different things. Um, almost uh, anatomically correct. <laughs> have you have you drawn a lot of birds? I don't think that <laughs> the silence that just hangs. <laughs> uh, well, what do you mean by birds? Well, you know what a bird is, right? Yeah, and I flip you the middle finger. <laughs> you guys don't deserve Sully. <laughs> oh, I love it. I look at Glam and is that a bird? That's not any bird I've ever seen. Oh, well, you see, sometimes when you're telling someone to, like, buzz off, you make that symbol and that tells them, like... Get out of here. Buzz off. I'm not happy with you right now. Oh. Yeah, because you know how everybody hates birds. <laughs> Didn't realize we were with a bird hater. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Moo, am I in your bad book? Uh, no. It's just the one book. So, do you guys like to play, like, any road games? or? Well, yeah. Um, I got this uh, this set of dice here. Oh, yeah? Maybe we should play. Yeah, okay. I've never really played many dice games, but sure, I'm in, I'm in for it. What is the most popular dice game? You tell me. You're the one who owns dice. Oh, I also suck. have a dice set, so, like, Ooh. let's fucking do this. <laughs> but Are you guys in the back of one of the wagons, or are you, like, walking alongside currently? Oh, I'm assuming I'm in the back of a wagon. It yeah, I assume like, we're in the back now. It seemed like we were in the back, because... Okay. Just, yeah, like I shuffled up to the up front. To the front. Yeah. Just yeah. confirming, yeah. Okay. I, I know Sully's super lazy, so there's... And short legs. Like, there's no way. He'd be jogging to keep up with the wagon. I don't think Sully jogs. So. Okay, do you really want to play a dice game? Yeah, let's play a dice game. I'm trying to think of a good, like, fantasy name for Yahtzee. <laughs> I can't come up with anything. So we could do that, or we could play, like, Truth or Dare. Because we're just getting to know each other right now. Oh, yeah, I like that. That's backstory stuff, too. Yeah, that's more fun. Yeah, go for it. Well, I have a dice set, too, but what if instead we play Truth or Dare? (laughs) Truth or Dare, it's like being in high school again. Exactly. It's such a thing. School of Hard Knocks, right, Sully? Oh, yeah, you know me. So, who wants to go first? Well, it was your idea, so... Okay, I want truth. Who's going to ask me? Have you ever been kissed? I mean, I'm 25. I've been kissed. Well, I can't say that I'm... You hear from up front, hello. <laughs> it's like, uh, excuse me, pardon me, uh, d- dra- Dragonborn, uh, they, don't, they don't really have lips, so how does kissing feel? It's more of like a... Um, we have these really long tongues. Oh. So Sully more tongues forward. more tongues than lips. So it's kinda like two snakes battling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like kinda sexy like that. That's cool. Alright, back to driving the wagon. Carla 
Lisa's face when she just said that just made my heart explode. Thank you for that, Carla. Okay, well, it's my turn now. Moot. Same question. Have you ever been kissed? I think, hey, I think, are you the youngest? I'm 25. Uh, yeah, I think so. How old are you? Uh, yeah, I, I'm i only 17. I don't think anyone else is, is younger than me. Well, how old are you, Sully? Well, I'm 18. So I get you by a whole year. So, Moot, you're the baby of the group. Have you ever been kissed? Whoa, didn't he have to say truth or dare first? Oh, you're right. Oh, what my own game. game. I'm forgetting the rules. Sorry. Moot, truth or dare? Um, I'll do, I'll do truth. Well, I bet you can guess what the question's going to be. Have you I ever been kissed? Idea. Uh, yeah. Um, one time a couple years ago at a birthday party. Were you playing spin the bottle or something? We were playing spin the tankard, yeah. So with the tankard, the open end would be the end that was the pointy end? Uh, well, you spin it uh, standing up and it's just wherever the handle points. Oh. Hmm. Uh, okay, um, I guess it's Sully's turn to truth or, or dare. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to choose dare. Oh, well, what do we want to make him do, Glim? Um, tell him to show me what he put in the book. Well, you have to ask a question. It's not her turn, so, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, uh, just thinking of something good here. What do I want Sully to do? <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like he'd do anything, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's well, like, he's not going to be like, embarrassed, I don't think. Don't Maybe he just talks a big game and would be embarrassed. Who knows? Sully, I dare you to moon one of the other wagons in the caravan. So just so that we're clear on the terminology, because I'm not from here. I went, you, you want me to... To show them my butt? Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and with the parting of the curtain, I assume there's a curtain on the back of the caravan wagon. There is now. There is now. Um, I haul trows down and I shake it at the front of the <laughs> other caravan. I'm assuming um, Moot and Glim can see over top and through the through the... Probably, I'm very sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's um, a tiny tushy. So, you see a younger female driving this caravan, and she's not really paying attention as this begins, and then realizes what's happening, and has this look of like, what, what, excuse me, what are you doing? And as she yells out, uh, one of the wagon wheels hits a, like a big pothole, and you see that wheel like break and fly off. And the wagon falls to the ground. And she's like, oh my god! It's her wagon? Yeah. <sighs> Still got it. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I haul my trousers up. And I and I jump off the back of the caravan wagon to, um, to, to help her out. Yeah. Real I say... Weapon of <laughs> ass destruction. <laughs> I say, Hillip, the, the carriage behind us dropped a wheel. We're going to help. Oh, yes, and I yes, also yes. jump out. He uh, he pulls the caravan off to the side, and so people, other people can pass. Hey, lady, you get so di- so distracted that I. <laughs> can I help you? You like anything you see? Nah, I'm just kidding. It was a dare. We were playing truth or dare. I, I overheard that some of you were miners. I don't know if this should be a thing that I should be interested in. <laughs> I don't think in. any of us work in a mine, but I mean, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure where Moot comes from, so. Uh, okay, well, it's, I'm not going to blame this on you, but do any of you know how to fix a wagon? No. No, but well, I, I can offer some some comfort. I go arms open. Can, no, no. I'm all right. Thanks, though. I mean, I think we could, if we all team up, we could probably figure it out. Did the wheel just fall off, Russ? Like, did it just pop off the uh, axle or whatever? It, or it did pop off the axle, but it also looks like it crushed underneath as it fell into this pothole. So it is broken and off. She's uh, trying to calm down the horses. Hey, Glim, I dare you to fix the wheel. Well, I'm going to try. I mean, I can, like, 
with help, we could, like, lift it up and get it back on, but we need someone to fix the wheel. Um, hmm. Do you got any spears in the back? Uh, no, no, this is actually, like, the fourth wheel I've broken on this, on this journey. It's... Oh, good. It wasn't just my ass, then. I mean, that didn't help, but... Yeah. Uh, everybody make a perception check. <clears throat> oh, I don't even have my dice. I forgot how to play. I'll it's be right nat- back. It's <laughs> a nat 20. She doesn't need her dice. Oh, I still I got a that. four. I mean, it's still... Sounds good that you were... <laughs> it's still only a 19. Oh. Well, it's still a nat 20, It's a 20, nat though. 20, Doesn't though. Did you say chance. you got a nat 20? I did, although oh. I have a minus one, which Russ just so kindly reminded me, Amy... It's just a 19. You will never get a 20 on perception skill checks. My perception used to be so good with the, uh... (laughs) Uh, five. Hey, that's one better than mine. Sully, regardless of your 19 or natural 20. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You see um, another wagon a little bit further behind, um, and um, it's an uncovered wagon, and you see uh, various wood and tools kind of sticking up and out of the back. Oh, hey, guys, look. The wagon behind. Hold on. I I run toward the wagon, and I kind of wave it down a little bit. As you get closer, you see a female halfling, a little bit older, who stands up and waves to to the driver, and she hops down and comes over to you and says, Yes, yes, uh, what seems to be the problem here? You, you break your wagon? Ah, yes, she broke a wagon. Looking at my fine derriere. You know what I mean. We were wondering if you... Uh, Why could... was she looking at your derriere? Well, it was a, it's a truth or dare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that poor girl. <laughs> it's going to start to hurt my feelings after a while. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you could do? I see you got a lot of tool type things in your wagon. Uh, y- yeah, yeah, we could uh, we could maybe help you out there. Um, let's go take a look. Awesome! Look, I found some help. I'm not just a just sweet piece of ass. She and another male halfling and a uh, human female uh, all kind of gather a couple tools and go over and help. And they look at it and say, "Yeah, we can probably get you up and going." Uh, you guys want to, like, see if you can lift? I don't, I don't know about you, but, uh... That's hurtful. I have some... I have, okay, I well, have go, some skills. You can, you can lift it, too. That's totally fine. Um, but if you can, like, lift it, we can maybe... Uh, we'll, we'll try and fix the wheel first. That's probably what we should do. But then when we're ready, if you lift it and we get it on there, should be good. The human uh, female, she picks up the wheel and rolls it back to her wagon to begin working on it. Can you roll a wheel that's been crushed? Just like, good, go. Yeah. Good, go. go. <laughs> I mean, it's still got some roll to it. Uh, the driver of the wagon, uh, the broken one, the horses have kind of calmed down. She says, well, not sure this is the most uh, great. This is the greatest meeting, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm Winifred. You are? I'm Sully. Hi, Winifred. I'm Glim. Nice to meet you. N- pleasure to meet you. And I'm Moot. Nice to meet you, Moot. Uh, where where are you three traveling to? Where where was this one going? Well, you know the the well of the dragons, like ev- everybody oh, you're, else. You're with the you're with because some a lot of us are breaking off and and going to uh, to Waterdeep. Well, yeah, I may come to well, Waterdeep too. I mean, I've never been there, but I hear it's uh it's quite the place. Yeah, we haven't we haven't quite decided. How about you? Oh, heading heading to Waterdeep. Uh, 
taking this back to uh, to, to to my bosses where he was up here purchasing purchasing all these these casks. You look in the back. There's just casks filled uh, all in the back, and it's, it's just been the hardest trip. Like since I got all these things, it just seems one thing after the other just keeps going wrong. Hmm. Is it because they're really heavy and full of liquid, or is, oh. is it because they're cursed? Why? Why would they be? Cursed. Do you well, have a Do you have a wagon full of cursed barrels? I, I didn't think so. Is he so. a cursed? Is your boss a cursed barrel salesman? N- no, no. He's, it's he's, a tough business. It's that's a tough business to I mean, be in. Not a lot of market for that, I wouldn't think. No, I thought he just sold casks, but maybe maybe they're maybe they're cursed. I don't know. Has anything else been going wrong, or just the wheels breaking? Um, are the casks full, or are they empty? Are they filled with souls? So some some of them have some things in them, but a lot of them are empty. Um, he just had them, you know, fashioned fashioned up in uh, up in Neverwinter, and it's a you know, selling selling goods down in Waterdeep. Did you know that ghosts are souls? Um, yeah, I'm aware ghosts are souls, um, but no, I mean, some of them are empty. She walks over and knocks on them. Most, most of them are empty. There's a couple that have, uh, that are full, but... Do any knock back? Make a perception check. <laughs> Eleven. None knock back. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I broke, yeah, four wheels... Horses got scared off at one point and fortunately got them back. Can't get all the way back to Waterdeep without an issue. Sounds like you're having a heck of a time. Uh, you want a little bit of this? And I hand her my, um... My... Flask? Yeah, what did Water I skin? Wine, wine skin? Yeah. Oh, uh, what, what is it? It's, it's wine. I open it and I sniff it. What does it smell like? Oh, is it the one you found in the thing? Yeah. Oh. It doesn't smell very good. I go, it's the... Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, no. I put the lid back on. I'm like, it's, it's, that's going off. That's, that's no good. I'm okay. I've, I've got I've got water here. Okay. Are, are you okay? Do you need something? No, no, I am. I'm fine. Okay. Good. It's one of those that make a gag. Right. Okay. Well, um, good... Sully walks around the side and, like, dry heaves. I'm like, I need a minute. <laughs> the female halfling from the other wagon was standing behind you and says, What is your issue? What What do you mean? You're flashing your, your, your tookus at fine young women and you're trying to give them spoiled wine? Well, I didn't know the wine was spoiled. And uh, me flashing my fine hiney was not my idea. We were playing Truth or Dare in the back. Fair enough. I guess kids kids do what kids do. Right, kids be yeah. kids. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm young enough to make bad decisions. Right. What's your deal? What do you mean, what's my deal? You just, you know, on this caravan to make other people feel bad about themselves? <laughs> As a matter of fact, that's my main job over here on the Journey Folks Wagon. You just kind of keep everybody in line? You're like the matron? You could say so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, we uh, we travel. We, uh, we're a roving group who uh, come around and and fix up things where things need fixing. Fortunately, we were here to help help this fine young lady. Which I had nothing to do with, by the way. I believe you. Okay, good. Wholeheartedly. So wait, you're you're traveling carpenters? Yeah. So then you know how to fix a wheel, no problem. Y- yeah, that's... <laughs> that's it's why the, this is the lady from the wagon that's why, that's that came, why to fix it, the, came to fix the wheel. Isabel took the wheel, she rolled it away to go fix it. I, I brought her back because I saw that the wagon was full of tools. Mo, have you been drinking from this flask? Because you, you really shouldn't, buddy. It's not good stuff. <laughs> I can't tell if he's serious or not. <laughs> Is Tom just not paying attention? Or is I don't know. Just I thought paying? I thought the driver of the wagon that broke the wheel took the wheel away, and no oh, one had claimed right. the new one yet to like. Oh. To like Fair fix enough. it yeah. up or anything. Sorry, so. no, my description okay. might have been off, but yeah, the the female human from the tool wagon mm. had rolled it away. Mm-hmm. Got it. And, and yeah. now and Glim, I'm talking to the halfling. Sully's yeah. talking to the halfling around the other side of the wagon. We're still on the other side yeah. of the wagon with Winifred. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. I'm dry heaving across she the She went way. to go barf. I did. And the halfling followed her? I think I just kind of ridiculed. Just kind of there. Just yeah. kind of. <laughs> right. She just there. to be there. 
Well, it's uh, it's good that you were able to stop and, and help this fine lady after you may or may not have uh, assisted in... You just finished saying that you without a doubt knew that I had nothing to do with that. So, like, make up your mind. I, I, I believe you. I believe you. Name's Barbara. Hey, Barbara. I'm Sully. Nice to meet you, Sully. And we do the secret um, halfling handshake. So you tell me what you do for a secret halfling handshake. Okay, so it goes like you have to do it with me. So it goes like, you put your hands out to each other, and then oh, a little bit away, but then you come back in for it. Firm shake, up twice, pull back, pound it, and then slap the back of your hands together. And that's it. Uh, so she <laughs> does the motions, but is just like a beat behind you, trying to figure out what you're trying to do as you're doing it. But she's like, yeah, this is totally cool. So Sally gets a feeling like she doesn't really know what the halfling handshake is. And then starts to question <laughs> who taught him the halfling handshake and all that. Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay, well, as you finish the handshake, uh, Isabel uh, comes back with the wheel. Well, if you... Um, these are all going to be the same voice. It doesn't matter. If you just help me lift it, we can sneak this on there and hopefully get us get us moving again. Okay. Sure. Let's let's give it our best shot. Three of you are I helping. I assume you yeah. want me to roll for yeah. strength. Everybody, roll a strength check. <laughs> Eighteen. Ten. Fifteen. Uh, well, two of you got higher than a fifteen, so you're able to uh, to lift it. Sully, uh, it gets to a certain point, and I don't know if Sully just stops lifting. Just, just pains. Uh, went past his reach. What can he do? Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling like I'm holding on to it and like I'm dangling from, <laughs> from the cart. Uh, I don't think you're holding it up that high, though. I don't think there'd no. be any need for that. But um, but they, uh, you lift it high enough that they're able to get the wheel back on there and secure it back on. Um, and they tell you, put it down and it, they give it a second just to make sure everything holds. Um, and then uh, sounds like everything's ready to go. So as well, let's uh, let's all hop back in the wagon and get on the way. Okay. You want us to hop in your wagon? No, you go hop in your wagon and keep your keep your keep your butt in your pants. Nobody needs to see that around here. Yes, ma'am. It's a family caravan. That's not true. Fair enough. Well, it was nice to meet all of you. I hope you have better luck, Winifred. Yeah, yeah, me too. I uh, I hope so. Thank you. Well, if, if you need any more help, you can always ask. I will. Thank you very much, Glenn. She hops back up into the wagon. Nice to nice to meet you all. Well, I'm sure we'll we'll see you if you're you're heading the way to Waterdeep. I'm gonna go get back in the in Hillop's wagon, I guess. I too clamber up into the wagon and I say, "We're gonna keep playing this game. Can you guys like give me dias and stuff that don't involve me taking my clothes off?" Cross an yeah. back there. It did. It did sort of create a weird vibe for the rest of that interaction, didn't it? Yeah, that's my bad, guys. Well, it seemed like a safe one. I forgot that when you're, you know, in a caravan, there isn't really much for road. You're sort of just beside the same people <laughs> whole time, so... Yeah. Alright, well, um... You guys know any other games, or you just want to, like, have a nap or something? Well, I could go for a nap. Sully throws a notebook at Moot. What's uh? What did you put in there? I don't know. What do you see in there? <laughs> oh no, you drew it. Oh, you, I you drew sent, it. <laughs> you send Tom. A, you send Tom a text or something if you don't want Glim to know. Oh sure, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, I'll send that's Tom a good again. idea. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Moot's looking at this sweet picture that that Sully drew. We'll find out what that is at a later time, maybe. Hopefully. And uh, yeah, you kind of drift off, have naps, and go around and meet some of the other people in the caravan. You travel most of the day, and it gets to be evening, and the caravan pulls over and sets up camp. Hillop calls back and says, Well, it's, um, this is where we stop, and uh, you, you got uh, things to, to sleep in? Yeah, I, I do. Do you, you guys, too? Yeah, I mean, um, Layden gave us some stuff before we left, so. Yeah, yeah, good, good. All right, well, we'll just camp here, uh... 
You know what? After we get everything set up, I got, I got, I got an idea. You guys seemed like you might be able to help me with it. I'll come right back, okay? I'm just gonna go put the horses and ties him up, and he zips off. So, so Moot, what did, what did Sully draw on your book? Can you tell me? It's if it's private, you don't have to tell me. I'm just so curious. I mean, I, I can. T- it it had to do with uh, your conversation. With uh, with Hillop about uh, making out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I figured it was some kind of sex thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. pretty crude sketch of you and me making oh. out with lots of tongue. And when I say lots of tongue, I mean like a crazy <laughs> abnormal amount of tongue. Right, like a lot, even for a dragonborn. Yeah, okay. like a ridiculous amount of tongue. Well, and how Sully's art is he good at it? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say good. Okay. But I I, I knew who both the people were in the drawing, so that's something. That's something. I mean, also, he was looking at us when he was drawing it. True. So that also was a dead giveaway. True. That's a really good point. Well, thanks for telling me. I mean, and maybe thanks for not showing me. Yeah, I mean, I don't... (laughs) It's... It's... It's a little much. That sounds right for Sully, don't you think? He's so funny. Yeah, he seems okay. Am I still sleeping? <laughs> I thought we'd gotten out and we're like milling around kind of as we wait for Hillop to come back with... With his crazy ideas? <laughs> with his right. idea. So, uh, yeah, you two are offsetting up kind of your bedrolls and near and around the, the camp area, fire area. What's Sully doing? Sully is... I think Sully's, like, just, like, slowly waking up. He had fallen asleep in the back of the 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 caravan and just kind of, like, sitting on the back of the caravan, legs dangling over, just kind of looking at all the industrious folks, getting their things set up. And uh, I feel like he's a little bit like uh, the grasshopper in the fall instead of, like, the ant. After I set up my bedroll, then I start doing my evening workout routine, which is a series of, like, calisthenics and, like, push-ups and, you know, because i got to save the world. So I just kind of go it. off to the side and start start going through my routine. You catch the eye of a couple people and they're like, yeah, that's that's a pretty good. And they come over and there's a, a man and a woman. They say, Can, do you mind if we just, you know, kind of follow your lead there? Oh, absolutely. I'd love it. Great. At the end of the evening, she somehow has like an I'm like leading Zumba classes. Exactly. (laughs) Everyone has a stump in front of them. There's a step class going on. It's a real Zumba style. Bard comes over and some sweet dance music starts up. Yeah. I love it. I love everything you're saying. (laughs) Totally. Uh, That's awesome. back at the middle feeling great about things and we're gonna tell you how you can win a cool book and then we're gonna give you that book in maybe two or three weeks yeah wow i like it 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 was very free form yeah Yeah. i like it quite a bit is nice that's what i do yeah i mean most people feel the need to try to rhyme yeah but you didn't even (laughs) attempt it you didn't you squashed that urge to rhyme you just did your own thing and i really i like it i like your confidence that's what happens when you just put me on the spot like that but welcome back to the middle everybody uh thank you for being here with this lovely lovely episode and your lovely lovely people and we want to give you a cool cool book for entering our contest is that book Ghosts of Saltmarsh? That's the book. God, it's a good Whoa, book. Oh, I got it in one. Oh, you so did smart. it. So, all you gotta do... Is I mean, make a rap. No. Oh. No. <laughs> I mean, if you do, no, you don't sure. Have to do that. You don't have to we'll do that. We'll appreciate that, but you don't have to. That's not how you enter the contest. Amy missed it the entire thing last time. She just kind of showed up at the end and took all the credit. So, all you gotta do is you gotta share an episode. Either on Twitter, using that hashtag. Dumb Dragon Cast. Yep. And tell tell people that you like us, or you can go to Facebook, click the link down in the description, and share that to your page, and then leave us a little comment, say how much how much you did it, and also tell us that you did share it, just because yeah, privacy settings sometimes we can't really tell. So that's what more what I was getting at. How and, much you did it, and what I really want you guys to know is just how weird Russ's 
hand movements are throughout this entire thing. So I was just going to say that, like, you can't see this, but Russ is doing some really intense, like, typing. Yeah, and there's a lot of finger pointing. It's yeah. <laughs> It's good. I've seen now Russ work on a computer a lot of times, and he doesn't he doesn't type like this up near his chin like he's doing, and it's like spidery and weird. Mm-hmm. I wish you could see it, although I don't. It's so it's all you got to do is you got to enter a contest, <laughs> and you win a copy of the Ghost of Salt Marsh, which contest ends August thirty first, and then we'll send it to you. So thanks. <laughs> so please enter, and we love you. Love you. Please bye. Do it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, you see, uh, Moot, assuming you're kind of near the bed brawl area, Sully and Glim, yep. you see Hillop come back over to Moot, and where did your friends go? I'm, I'm not entirely sure where Sully went, but you can see there's a bunch of people over there working out with Glim. Wow, she really just, uh, rallies the crowd, doesn't she? Yeah, I think she kind of got that natural leader Ooh. thing going on for her. Cool, well, she's very bendy, too. Right, surprisingly so for a dragonborn. Who knew? Who knew? Anyways. Sully shuffles up. Well, when, maybe when they all come back here, I've got, I've got some, you, you guys are, you, you guys are not with, like, the, the militias, no? Oh, no, we're not really here to fight. Oh, oh okay. Well, what okay, I'm saying. there's three more of these. He, he kind of waves at you, Glim. Oh, and I, I wave like, I'll just, I'll just be a minute. Oh, okay. And then I t- tell my people, like, okay, just do three more sets of this, and then you'll be good for the night. And I come over. Okay, well, it's, that's very good. It gets blood flowing, gets people sleeping very good. It's very nice for, for you to do that for the people. And not many people do those sorts of things anymore. No, not for the people. Not for the people. Hmm. Anyways, so as I was telling your friends here, you, you aren't... You aren't going to fight the big, the big battle. No? Well, I mean, I am destined to save the world, but... You mentioned that t- 12 times to different yes. people on the way. <laughs> but I think we're going to drop off in Waterdeep. I don't think we're going to head for the Well of the Dragons. Cool, cool, cool. So you're like adventurers, yeah? Um, and I kind of look at the two... Yeah, yeah. I I think we're adventurers. Very neat, very neat. Well, you know, the adventurers, adventurers, they got to fund their adventures, right? There is this, there's this old rumor, old saying over near here, uh, big treasure. Big fun. Big fun. (laughs) We go find the big treasure, we have big fun. But there's this old, old town rumored to be around here that maybe the three of you and me, we go and we... We find, and if maybe we, there is treasure, maybe, you know, we split it to four ways, you know, 50, 50, 25, 25, and you? Yeah, no, that math doesn't add up for me, I am. Okay, 30, 20, 20, 20. That does not even add up to 100. <laughs> <laughs> math was not my strong suit, see? How about... How about we just split it four ways and see what happens? Yeah, it's 25% each. Yeah. Well, what's what's the story behind this supposed treasure? Oh, well, there is, there's this treasure. Um, I see, I, no real, some say 100 gold, some say 500 gold, some say a million gold. So it's very flexible in what the rumors are saying. But for centuries, there was a great windmill. Blew the darkness from the woods, working as a filter to sweep the land from wicked spirits. Is very, you don't want those spirits in there. But there was a magical orb inside the windmill, and it went missing. So the windmill had stopped. And then it was taken over, maybe, by some evil things. <laughs> and drove all the people away. Did you know that ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Did I know that ghosts? <laughs> souls? Ghosts are souls. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Did you just learn this today? Oh, yeah. I've been learning so much today. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, regardless, evil rumored to be reigning over the peaceful hollow of the windmill town. 
So maybe we just go see if there's some gold there. So are we looking for gold or are we looking for a magical orb? An orb? I'm not sure. I love the storytelling. Well, I mean, really, we uh, just want the gold. It was very exciting. I mean, but if where does find... the gold come into yeah, it, Yeah, there was no mention of gold in the story. But the, the rumor is the gold is in the town. Oh, the but town it's an vacated. evil town now. But it's an mm. evil town now, but no people live there. Evil lives there. But maybe, maybe a lot of gold, too. And we sneak in under, just see if we can find it. Under, under what? Under, under blankets? The, the, under the blanket of night. Oh. The shadows move with the shadows. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I could go for some I'm, treasure. I'm always up for adventure. You know, I'm on this, this caravan all day, all the, all the time. And, you know, sometimes it's good to go stretch your legs and do some calisthenics, as they say over there. And maybe go find some gold. And if we find a magical orb and get rid of the evils, that'd be cool, too. But it's all rumors. Nobody's, I don't know anybody who's actually been there. It's just supposed to be in this area. Well, I don't really care that much about the gold, but... I would love to banish evil from a town. That oh, sounds cool. like something I would really enjoy. Yeah, and this this magic orb sounds interesting. Yeah, well, the orb is supposed to keep the windmill going. So, I mean, I don't care what you do with the orb, and you can... So, I think I think what... He whispers to Sully. I think what they're saying is we split it 50-50, you and I, and they keep the orb and banish evil, and then they're cool. Boy, yeah, I definitely heard that. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, are we in? I say yes. I mean, it could just be a fun night, just, you know, old buddies, old pals, traveling through the forest. Shenanigans ensue. Shenanigans ensue. Sully got it up top. Yeah. Uh, sure. Let's, let's check it out. Cool beans. All right. Let me just uh, go make sure the horses are t- properly secured. Get somebody to watch them just in case, you know. And then we'll go uh, go ahead into the woods. You grab what you need, okay? That hillop is quite the storyteller. Oh, I like that guy. It's great. He makes me seem normal. <laughs> uh, hillop comes back after a moment. He's like, "Okay, you ready to go?" Let's go. I got Winif- I got Win- I got uh, maybe I shouldn't have got Winifred to watch the horses. She says bad things happen to her. Ah well. Yeah, that'd be she's fine. cursed. Why would you say that? Well, I don't know. Maybe she needs a orb. Oh. Oh yeah. Cool. Well maybe we go find her a orb. I don't know what he's gonna get from this whole excursion, but Oh he's he's looking for some uh, uh more practice with his lobster cloth. <laughs> Sully has no idea what you do. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the three of you have no idea what no, each other does. No. Yeah. Yeah. He, Sully's like, he's part man, part lobster. I don't Obviously, know. Obviously, some sort of spirit animal. Yep. Obviously. So you guys head off uh, into the woods following Hillop, and he's like... I don't know how far exactly it is. It's supposed to be kind of here. We'll just kind of go in and see about. He pulls out a map of the area. It's like it's, he points it's like kind of right there, I think, is where somebody told me they last maybe been to it or just heard about it. Hmm. You guys good travelers? Well, once I was traveling in the forest and I went to sleep and I woke up someplace like, like 100 kilometers away. Hundred kilometers away. Hmm. Sounds so, like you're a really good traveler, then, Sully. Right? That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. You guys carry on through uh, through the forest. There. Um, everybody, make a perception check. Oh man. <laughs> One. Twelve. I'm just so jazzed up from Zumba. I'm still like got that song the Bard was singing in my head. <laughs> Just like a bird version along. of the Shakira song, isn't it? Yeah, it is now, yes. Uh, Hillop, Sully, and Moot, you hear a really loud buzzing coming from up ahead. Uh, guys, I, I, we don't know each other very well, but I just need to say this right now: is that I, do, I don't, I don't like bees. Is that is that what you think that is? Why well, you hearing the buzzing and? Yeah, it sounds like it's a bumblebees. They, they got the honey. And it's really, really great. You got the honey and you make a lot of money. Honey. So that's what bumblebees are all about. 
I turn to Moot and I'm just like, I don't know if this guy's ever even seen a bumblebee's description. <laughs> I mean, he had the part about honey being right. Well, yeah, but I mean, that could just be a metaphor for more money. Like, I don't know. Mm. Are bumblebees all about money? Do I have this all wrong? I mean, I don't know, but I guess we'll find out. I sure thought they were pollinating flowers or something, but... Um, uh, hey, Quilliam, you got, like, really thick scales and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you scared of bees? I'm not scared of bees. I kept bees at home, like honeybees, you know, we had a few hives. Of course but you did. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not afraid of bees. Are you... Are you... Afraid of them? Do oh, they... yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm anaphylactic or something like that. But if maybe... <laughs> You could go on up ahead. We're hearing some crazy buzzing, and uh, since you got such thick scales and stuff, they probably can't even sting you. So. So just so we just so we clarify the thickness of dragonborn scales, they they don't act as armor, but they're more kind of they act more like just regular human skin. They're not like full dragon scales. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like so they don't add anything to AC or anything like that. But I mean, you can still say you have thick scales. That's totally cool. But. Um, but yeah, they're, oh, okay. they're not like extra armor for Dragonborn. Okay, I just thought maybe like yeah. it would be more of like, like a rougher or not rough, but like a more like, like as if like well, certainly a different texture, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So I thought yeah. maybe I less, also am wearing like heavy armor, so less penetrable from yeah, buzzy cool little stingers. little bee butts. Those right. bee butts aren't gonna get me. Dang little bee butts. Um, okay, well, Hillip has kept walking during this um, this interaction. It's always hanging back. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, up ahead. Sure. I guess with Hillip, I'm gonna push him out of the way. Yeah, you follow kind of in, in behind Hillip and then catch up to him. And uh, the two Hillip and Moot, are you staying with Sully or are you going ahead too? Well, uh, kind of in between. Okay, then Hillip and Glim make an investigation check because you're looking around for things. Looking around check is a 16. Um, so you see it um, before Hillip does. So you see it first. Um, but you see almost like a two-story crack three meters up in a tree. And it's filled to the brim, like overflowing with a huge, abnormally large beehive. And like you see honey dripping down and out of the out of this crack in the tree. Uh, Kate and I kind of like tap Hillop and point up and then like wave back to Whoa, uh, would you look at that? That's the money that's the money spot. Yeah, I mean you guys you definitely heard some bees. Hey, anybody got any sweet jars or something? Or maybe we come back a I, little bit later and Yeah, she Hillop, said I casks. think we should We should fill her casks with all this honey. No, 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 because mem no Sully's scared of the bees. He thinks he might die or something. So we should just let's just move along. Let's just move along pretty quick. Oh, okay. That's fine. Is the treasure honey? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, they said gold. I mean, gold, honey, gold. It's golden honey. It could gold. be metaphorical, but I don't. I don't see a windmill around here, though. No. So, okay. Well, let's just yeah. let's just keep going. Okay. Okay. Downtrodden. Kind of just keeps going, looks back up at the at the honey. Child. Someday I come back to you and get all the honey. What a what a creepy promise. <laughs> come back um, for you bees. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get all your honey. As you carry on, uh, you begin to hear the sound of rushing water like a river. Um, and you carry on a little ways and you actually come to that river and down ahead you see a bridge. Everybody make an investigation check or a perception a, check. Uh, perception check. Is it a bridge over troubled water? It's a bridge over water. Fuck. One. <laughs> uh, Twelve. Nineteen. Uh, Moot, you definitely see, um, like, Hillop calls attention to it. He's like, ah, it's a bridge. Maybe it's on the other side of the bridge. There might be, he looks at his map and says, maybe it's kind of that area. Maybe on the other side. Who knows? Um, but you see that the bridge looks like there are, like, panels broken out of it. Um, and along on the other side of the bridge, you see, um, like, a tree that has been knocked down and also extends across this this ravine where this river is. 
So like the tree goes all the way across? Yep. And how deep is how deep and wide is the ravine? Um it is about fifty feet across and about uh, twenty feet down. River doesn't look like it's moving super fast. Moot uh, kind of looks back at everyone and says, uh, there's a bridge up ahead that doesn't look too stable. Um, also looks like there's a tree that's spanning the ravine. So I guess we have a couple of ways across. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Let's, should we go check it out then? I call dibs on the tree. That bridge is sketchy. They'll get out. Okay. You guys get up to the bridge, and there are clearly panels. It's like it is an old bridge. It's a rope bridge, um, planks all the way across. Um, every every few panels, it looks like it's been snapped and and broken. Um, the log itself looks like it's. You kind of check it out. It's pretty. Seems pretty securely in place. Also, across spanning across. I'm gonna go. Okay, so like that's a great idea because I think you're the lightest. So, you, you're the least, in the least danger, I hope. I hope so, too. Okay. Are you going across the bridge or the yes, log? The the log. Make and... And stealth check? I want to be, <laughs> like, really, like, well, yeah, light but that's not a, in. That's not a stealth thing. Oh. I'd be, like, an athletics. Athletics? Yeah. Okay. Or acrobatics. I could do cart. Stealthy cartwheels. Sure. Uh, yeah, you could justify acrobatics. Okay. If you're doing cartwheels, it's going to be a higher DC. Though. Well, it's not, not cartwheels. But 16. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You kind of slip your footing a little bit partway across, but um, it seems fairly stable to you, and you make it all the way across. No problem. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give it a go here. Just see what happens. Uh, Hillop goes out... Um, and he slips, like loses his footing completely, hits like a piece of moss or something, and um, uh, falls straddling oh, the log. Oh. Like, mum! Sully's <laughs> <laughs> on the other side, like, oh! Uh, he, he takes a couple points of damage as he like rolls and is like holding on to the side, and oh. he's like, it's slippery! You didn't tell me it was slippery! How much dick damage did he take? Two, two dick damage. Two dick two damage. Dick damage. Dick damage. Damn. Wow. Oh. Well, I thought that you'd assume that and take your time because there's you made it's it splashy and you made it look so easy, there, my tiny friend. Can you come help me? You're like two steps into the into the log. I gotta come three quarters of the way <laughs> back back over. <laughs> I can't see them behind me. They might have left me for dead to go get the honey. Uh, no, no, we're right here. <laughs> we're, okay. we're still here. You're okay. Okay, good. Can someone give me a hand or something? Maybe you've got a rope to help and pull me. I can't quite get my hand off. I'll inch my way out there and grab his hand. Kind of pulls straightens up. He's like, thank you, good friend Moot. <sighs> that one would have left me for dead. I'm three quarters of the way across. Th- y- y- I'm not going to say it again. He stands back up and makes his way across, uh, kind of hobbling along, but makes it uh, without slipping. Moot, you're next, or are you sure. going back? Yeah. All right, make a, a either, yeah, an acrobatics check is what we've been doing so far. It's like a tightrope, right? Acrobatics, eh? Uh, so that's a 14. Yeah, you you make it uh, all the way across there. Um, no dick damage? No dick damage. Nope, no dick damage. You kind of watch your step around where um, where Hillop slipped, and you make it all the way across. Okay, guys, I guess it's my turn. Okay, be, be safe. Do I have to use acrobatics, or can I use athletics? Yeah, it's... Strength. You can say it just as you run across. No, it's, I think it's got it. Well, it's because acrobatics would be dexterity, athletics would be more strength. So, like, unless you're like lifting up the log and using it to pole vault, <laughs> vault. over, <laughs> which would be impressive. Which would be impressive. That, that, would, be that would be amazing. But yeah, probably acrobatics. Okay, then that is 
not great. It's a 12. You get part way and it's a little bit slippery and you get kind of shaky need as you're going across. Um, but you I got those claws on my manage to too. Maybe yes, I lock like. in and stable yourself and you too make it all the way across. Whew. Nice job, you guys. You did so good, Sully. Wow. Well, did you like take gymnastics or something when you were little? Very, Not that I will ever admit to. You're a very dexterous, <laughs> tiny friend. Um, Small comes in handy sometimes. Now that you're on the other side of the uh, of the ravine, you see a pathway um, that goes into the forest um, and forks around a tree. Um, so there are two pathways leading further in, where previously you had not come across a pathway. What does your map say, Philip? Which way are we going to go? He's looking at it and he's like, well, I mean, we're in approximately the area. Uh, maybe we just go down one of these pathways and see what happens. So your map doesn't really tell you which way to go? No, it's just more of a feeling. Oh. Is there anything on your map? Can I see your map? He shows you the map. It's a map of the area. Yeah, it's something crayon, though, fairly, so I'm not entirely fairly. sure about the accuracy of this map. We're, like, right about here, and he points... This is just a big green space. Yeah, well, we were here on the on the pathway on the high road going down to Waterdeep, and now we're here in this forest. There's, there looks like a bit of a blue blue line there. That could be this this river. This forest is like, and I like put my hands. This forest is like, like like four silly hands. This is the look. I'm not going to take criticisms for my maps. Oh. You made me bypass my honeys because you did not like the bees, and now you're criticizing my maps. He walks off in a huff. Oh, well. Which path does he go down? Uh, He goes down the one that shoots directly off of the bridge. Go down the opposite one. Uh, Do we stay with Huffy Pants? Well, I think so. I mean, it's his adventure we're on, right? Sure. Yeah, I think he'd be a little more grateful. He's very sensitive about his maps. The map is garbage, Tim. You have to admit. Yeah, I mean, the river wasn't even on it, I don't think. But it's it's okay. He says he has a feeling. It's more than I have about where we are right now, so let's go. Yeah, I have a feeling it could be demons. This is for our Buffy fans up there. Um, okay, so you follow behind him? Yeah. Yep. Sure. You go uh, down this path and into the forest, and as you walk uh, a little ways in, it's almost like it opens up into a clearing. You get uh, another 20 or 30 feet ahead, and you're catching up to Hillop, and you see him stop and look up, and he says, Come, come quick, come over here! Not Gad, is there more honey up here? Everybody make a perception check as you kind of come up to Hillop. 12. 16. 14. All three of you, um, you feel like the wind dies down, like almost to a standstill. Any breeze that was there is gone. And you look ahead, and just above the, the trees right in front of you at the end of this path, you see the tip of a windmill stationary against the moonlight. Well, I'll be damned. Cursed Are the Woods was part of today's adventure, created by Eric Dalek. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Visit creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash sa slash 3.0. The songs Long Road Ahead, Come Play With Me, Flighty Theme, and Sheep May Safely Graze are by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. The songs Endlessless and Play a Little Game Decision are by Sasha Endy of filmmusic.io. 
All songs are licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Visit creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. We're not even drinking. No. Can you believe it? It seems like Russ's because there is like some mouth, some, yeah. some I did see like a can of something in his hand earlier. Sparkling lemon water, blue menu. Oh. Spiked Spark- with vodka? Negative. Negative. Zero vodka. vodka. Uh, no, no, just going, going that clean, bubbly water life. Yeah, that's what that's what the kids are doing these days. Yeah, totally. Hashtag bubble life. Come back over to Moot and say, where did where did your where did your friends where did your friends go? <laughs> that my oh. accent go. <laughs> <laughs> my accent go. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, I'm Bernard. And I'm Magenta. You might know us from such hit podcasts as Madame Magenta, Sonas Mystica. Horror anthology Magenta Presents. Or season three of Mockery Manor. We're everywhere. And we're spreading faster than an STD in an old folks' home, because now we have a brand new podcast. Wham! Wham! It's a fun acronym that stands for We Have a Movie. Oh, it's not just an acronym, Bernard. It's not? It's a chat podcast where we invent smash hit Hollywood movies based on popular toys. If you like the Barbie movie and you want to see similar treatments of your favourite childhood toys, I'll wager you'll like Wham! With episodes on Polly Pocket, Rubik's Cube, Game Boy, Strawberry Shortcake, Furby, Connect Four, and lots of other nostalgia bait. But it's not just for adults who still like toys. It's a podcast for anyone who loves Hollywood tropes and comedy. And quantum mechanics. And BDSM. Wham! has something for everyone, but is still specifically about movies. That's Wham! W-H-A-M. You know, like when Batman punches someone. Yes. Adam West. That Batman. Exactly. Not the Christopher Nolan one. No. Download it anywhere you listen to podcasts. (sighs) That's what the world needs, another movie podcast. Was that clear? Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned quantum mechanics. Mm.